there is a little island off the coast of India. When you see pictures of it, if you're anything like me, you'll see a tropical paradise. The water is a beautiful green and the sand is literally untouched. As you venture inland, you'll see palm trees, coconuts, exotic fruit and animals, and you'll probably begin to wonder why you don't see any evidence of human disruption. But, as you venture further inland, you'll begin to notice primitive structures. And then, you'll eventually see the tribe of people that call this little island home. In addition to living on this island by themselves, there is something else very unique about this group of people. You see, they have never seen anyone that doesn't look like them. Anyone with different skin color, different eyes, different mannerisms, and a different language. But, they also have something else about them that is a little strange. You see, they have amazingly weak immune systems. And, if you give even one of them a common cold, they will probably die. Now, with COVID ripping through the world, many of us find ourselves in an equally secluded island. An island of our own making. And that island happens to be our homes. And with staying inside, we could find that our immune systems can't hack whatever they come into contact with when we finally decide to leave our houses. Welcome to Reason to Panic, the only podcast out there for the worried mind. We give you a new reason to panic each week, so you never have to worry about running out of reasons to panic. And with that, we'll jump right in. I am accompanied um, virtually by my two favorite co-hosts, Eli Bowman and Tyler Mason, both of whom have uncompromised immune systems. At least I, I think so. <laughs> yeah, my immune system's hitting the gym regularly, so I mean, at least I'm at least I'm on top of that. Well, if you have kids, your immune system does tend to go through the ringer. <laughs> yeah, true. you have you have five kids, and it's like. A, a marathon for your immune system every single day. <laughs> it's like what adventure is in front of us today? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, right. What, what symptoms do? We, how much vomit or poop do we have to work with today? Um, <laughs> my kids are older than that at, at, than that point, but uh, I know you guys are still. You guys, well, Tyler, you are, and Randall, Man. I know you. You will be. <laughs> I will be. I, I was starting to miss the the, the runny nose twenty four hours a day that yeah. somehow ended up in their food at the same time. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> Man, you know, I think the listeners. I don't know if they realize this. Um, you know, we rotate who you know who comes in with the monologue. We rotate who kind of runs each episode between the three of us. But but the other two hosts, we don't get to hear the monologue coming into the, each episode so we're hearing it for the first time when we're making the the podcast and so it, it's sometimes we we react to these monologues and it's and it's all a very organic reaction and i had heard about this island before but um i didn't realize i never it never crossed my mind that their immune system would be a legitimate reason to leave them alone yeah they would get wiped out from the common cold <laughs> wow that's wild to think about 
Although they also wipe out everybody who comes to their island. I think the last guy that came got speared like eight times, um, and he didn't make it. So <laughs> Well, I, I couldn't imagine eight spears. I, I, I think of Boromir from uh, Lord of the Rings. Mm, yeah. You know, I mean, the dude was a stud, but eight eight uh, arrows to the chest and and he was you can only take so so many (laughs) too many you can only take so many spears you know yeah the the (laughs) only difference is this guy was going for a handshake (laughs) (laughs) i I wonder if that dude thought that he was like the exception to the rule you know like i wonder if he was like oh they they there's something about me or they'll they'll understand my point in being there they'll, they'll understand my purpose and it all will be well and i'll make history he steps foot on the island boom, 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 boom. yikes spear oh, spear man. spear <laughs> or was it more like that scenario where you've got the dog right and you want to go pet it and you, you're walking up to it and it doesn't seem to be agitated until right before you make contact and mm-hmm. then suddenly it's on your throat like yeah. you know was it was that the hand was out as extended there was a smile that people were looking at him blankly and then all of a sudden whack, yeah eight, eight times you know <laughs> yeah I, I i think that it was a com- combination of both um honestly they may have speared him once and then they're like all right now that you've been speared once like explain yourself if we don't if we don't like what you we'll throw a spear in you for everything you say we don't like it was just a flesh wound at first (laughs) he wasn't a chance wearing black armor was he (laughs) he was wearing jeans and a flannel shirt But that would have been equally scary to them. I well, think. If, if Tim the Toolman Taylor walked into my house too, I'd probably. <laughs> I like Tim. I like Tim the Toolman. Well, I think anybody not wearing a loincloth would have been seen as strange on this island. <laughs> right, so. exactly. Well, this episode kind of goes around your first comment in um, a large scale is lots of people are thinking they are ex- the exception to the rule. And. Um, <laughs> and it's been causing a lot of people to stay indoors uh, indefinitely. And, and mm-hmm. in some of the articles that we've read, staying indoors is, is really not the best idea if you do it for long periods of time. And the, the things that happen to you, it, it, it really does wreak havoc on your, your immune system. And not in the way that you think. It doesn't like make you sick and die, but it makes it so that you can't protect yourself as well when, when you do end up going outside eventually. Yeah, I, I yes. <laughs> um, so the first thing I'm, I was reading this uh, article on the BBC that was written this year. And before that, I, I just wanted to point out that most of the articles that I read for this were actually written t- 2018 and older. And so there's a lot of studies and stuff mm. out there for seasonal. I, I want to call it seasonal affective disorder just because I have schizoaffective disorder on the brain. I don't know what it's called, but um, it, a lot of this, the research came out way before everybody decided that they needed to self-quarantine and keep themselves in their homes for long periods of time. And so the research is actually really well established on the, the downsides of actually staying inside for too long. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and, uh, but I, I'm, as far as scalability is concerned, I'm sure that researchers who's, if this is their field, they're all licking their chops. They're probably already (laughs) hard at work, um, you know, trying to figure out what's happening to us now, now that we've 
sort of been alienated from so many people for months and months now. Yeah. So one of the things I, I, I read about was uh, vitamin D deficiency. Now, I don't know the ins and outs of vitamin D and how it helps your immune system. But when you don't have vi enough vitamin D, it does contribute to you not being able to get over stuff as easy. And they've actually seen this in some of the countries where vitamin D is an issue. So that'd be like Spain and Italy. So these are places that they're are naturally already stay indoors a lot. They don't get enough vitamin D and then they wear sunscreen. So that blocks their vitamin D. So they just, they're just getting sick. And so they've mm. noticed that these countries that don't get enough of that have just their, their deaths have skyrocketed with, with all this coronavirus stuff going on. So um, my wife, uh, she struggles with, with, with sad SAD. Um, and, and one of the, one of the common things that you read about is, is using vitamin, you know, supplementing vitamin D, making sure that you're replacing that because the sun being in the sun helps our bodies, uh, you know, naturally sort of, you know, produce some vitamin D, um, or the, 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 the light from the sun. And, and now I'm not a scientist and I don't exactly know the science behind this, but what I was reading, I did learn. And so those of you who are listening and thinking, oh, I'll just supplement with some vitamin D. You can't just go buy any vitamin D. Vitamin D apparently is absorbed with uh, vitamin K is required to absorb vitamin D. So a, a lot of times, like say you go to Amazon and you type in, you know, vitamin D supplement, you'll see vitamin D, but you'll also along in those search results, you'll see vitamin D with K or vitamin D with vit vitamin K. Get one of those because my understanding is it is, is way more bioavailable when it's paired with the vitamin K. I don't, that's not an ad for any particular product, but, uh, but it is, that is something that I've found more than once uh, when I was doing my research for my wife. See, and this Why is where I need, this is where I need my wife on this particular episode. Yeah, your wife would know for sure. She, well, she's done so much research into just all sorts of, of these different things. And vitamin D is one of the big ones that people are deficient in. And that's for a few different reasons. Um, what a lot of people don't realize, and I didn't realize and, and, until my wife had done some extensive research into it, vitamin D is actually absorbed best through the eyes. So people talk about the sunscreen and things like that. And sure, you know, I mean, you're going to absorb some through the skin, but you're going to absorb most of it through uh, the the uh, uh, orbs in your face. I was trying to think of something really cool, and, and I failed on that one. So, you know, through, through <laughs> face so, orbs is pretty cool to think about, though. Oh, oh. <laughs> face we'll orbs. That. I'm just going to start walking around calling my eyes face <laughs> orbs. <laughs> Would you open your face orbs, please, and pay attention? Uh, so I've quit wearing sunglasses all the time because my eyes tend to be fairly sensitive to direct sunlight. So, you know, if, if we're going to be doing something with the kids at the park or whatever, I'll take them off. And 15 minutes is all you need. Like, you don't need a lot. Um, but it, it's really not hard Unless you live in a place like Seattle, um, where you see the sun for about 10 minutes a year. But other than that... Oh, it's, it's 11. I lived there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, going back to the original point on vitamin D, it is. It's like, from my understanding of it, it's like the, the, the distribution system for making sure that your body stays healthy is that, that vitamin D. Um, it affects so many different parts of mental, physical um, health. To make sure that you do have that that uh, connection with the sun. So, is, does SAD stand for seasonal affective disorder? What does it stand for? That's my understanding. Yeah. Okay. So I was just curious. I think it's funny, uh, maybe not funny, that, that they named 
a, a disorder that makes you depressed. They they call it sad. It just oh yeah, that's right. Yep, they I mean, did. That wasn't lost on me. <laughs> I think that's yeah. I, I think that's very intentional. Oh man, interesting. Um, okay. Well, so another thing that I read about is that we have these awesome cells in our body called killer cells, and I'm assuming these are things like antibodies and uh, white blood cells and things like that. And when they don't go to the gym like your your uh, your immune system does frequently, Eli, mm-hmm. they they actually go dormant and they they go out of work and they actually sit on the couch and watch Netflix and they don't they don't want to go to work. <laughs> wow, lazy entitled killer cells. Yeah, well, I mean, what else are they going to do? You're not giving them any work to do. They're I would probably the car bloated, bloated, just lazy now. You know. <laughs> Just been, they've been inside. They haven't been used enough. It's like, you know, when you, when you don't work out, it's, it's, you get a little soft. Have you ever seen an overweight killer whale? Are they not all overweight? I guess I'm. No, like I, I, really... I don't know if I have or not, actually. I, like, I, I don't, don't look I don't at killer whales and think, wow, that whale is ripped. <laughs> <laughs> or that one is a fat slob. <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, I, I, I would just say, I don't think I've ever seen one that doesn't look the same. And so I, I'm assuming they're not right. all overweight. And so, I mean, they, and all they do is they kill stuff for a living. I'm assuming that if if they had, I don't know, this joke's going nowhere, but, you know, I, I, <laughs> I was going to somewhere. I was going to try and get these. Uh, yeah, it didn't go where it was supposed to go. That's that's the problem. I was going to try and compare white overweight white blood cells to overweight killer whales. But since you've never seen them... Um, or they're all overweight. It's just we there's a link on. there somewhere. <laughs> there is Randall, and if you're dad enough, you'll find a way to make it work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, the uh, but there, I mean, the, there are all kinds of reasons why you know staying inside. Um, it, it here's the thing, the it's a, it's a great way to feel like you're being a compassionate, right? Right. A lot of people are staying inside, or or they're wearing masks because they you know they're convinced that that is the the charitable thing to do, the compassionate thing to do. It's like, well, I don't want to get anyone sick. What if I'm asymptomatic, but I'm carrying, I'm going to wear a mask all the time, or I'm going to not go out uh, outside of my bubble. But, but like you said, Randall, there are problems with this. So again, you can, you can catch a cold more easily. Your joints get achy. According to what I'm seeing here, this is a, the very credible cheat cheat.com. Oh, yes. Um, yes. So your complexion looks different. Again, because you're not you're not getting direct sunlight, and which is which is superior for your overall health than than staying inside. Um, now they do. Speaking of this vitamin D, they do make these lights, these special internal interior lights that you can buy. That they're not like a lamp. They are something you kind of put in your in your bedroom or an office somewhere where you can be under it directly for. 15 to 25 minutes and it's supposed to do a pretty good job of simulating what direct sunlight can do for your body so you don't have to be uh hopeless in this situation if you're one of those people that's really feeling the not only the psychological um uh, consequences from being inside but also the the um, emotional and mental um uh, consequences Look into one of these lights um, and and see if it's see if it's something that's right for you. Let's that that sounded like a an ad. Uh, talk to your doctor. Side effects may include. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> Happiness indoors. Uh, <laughs> uh, but talking about the emotional side of it, you know, um, from uh, LiveStrong.com, the way they phrase it is you can start to feel crabby or depressed. Um, you know, I can speak to, to this one a little bit. So I've, I've been either self-employed or contract work for the last, shoot, uh, almost 15 years. Um, I have not had a, a, a quote-unquote office job. And, um, and so because of that, I worked... I've worked from home and a lot of it has been remote. It's been over the phone. It's been, uh, computer work, you know, whatever. And I realized after I first started doing it, I'd been, you know, working at home for, uh, the first several years, it dawned on me that, that there would be times where I'd go days without leaving my house. And I would, I'd start to just feel really claustrophobic and really antsy. Yeah. Yep. And it was like, Oh, well, I haven't, I haven't gone anywhere. Like I, I mean, I've showered, but other than that, I haven't done anything for, you know, a week and a half. And so I got to the point where I would just randomly, Hey, I got to go to the grocery store. We're out of, you know, butter. We're, we're, we're fine. I, I know, but like, I, I, I need an excuse to leave the house because I'm, yeah. We're out of gummy bears. (laughs) That's when when your wife is like, okay, Tyler, go get some butter. (laughs) Do what you got to do. You're like, I'm going to grab some butter from the store. I'll be right back 60 minutes later. (laughs) Found a few other things. I had to run a few other errands. Really, I just needed to be out of my house. I've been there too, Tyler. And here's the thing. I'm like, I'm there all the time. I'm really, I'm, I'm an extrovert. I'm in case you haven't gathered that from the show, Tyler and I are, are definitely extroverted. Um, the uh, Randall, would you consider yourself an extrovert? I, I wouldn't consider you one. I would consider you an outgoing introvert, but not necessarily an, a natural extrovert. Yeah. Only on Thursday afternoons. Gotcha. So it's very scheduled for you. Your killer yes. cells are on a schedule. I like it. Um, <laughs> you know, no matter what they we do, we can't, we can't make it. Yeah, we can't make the killer cells jokes jokes work. I don't know what I don't know what's the what the problem is, but they seem to be cursed, immune to dad jokes. Oh, there's a joke. There's there's one. Because aren't they immune? To <laughs> there, I, I stumbled into one. You know, it's like if you just try enough times, you, you, you it works. You know. So anyway, um, but I'm the same with you, Tyler. I I, I I've got to get out, and so th- this pandemic has. I'm and I'm in sales, so it's it's very. I've had to really adjust a lot of things because I can't just go out and shake everyone's hand. Like I'm accustomed to, um, doesn't work anymore. Can't do that because no one's out there or very few people are out there. Um, but all of these reasons why that I'm finding on these, these articles, all of these reasons really are, um, they're all very similar. They're all very linked. They all have to do with, you know, these are the things that happen when you are essentially alienated from other human beings. So I ne- if you've never taken the time to, re- you know, to, to learn about what the health, both physical and mental health effects are of isolation, I think you'd find it interesting. Um, and if this is something that you're suffering with, um, you know, maybe, maybe on the panic scale, this is a high number for you. So um, I, I, I'm going to try quickly to, to, to get some things that we can do here, <clears throat> things that you can do to help combat some of this stuff, unless Randall might have some of that on, on deck, though. 
Well, eventually. I mean, going for a walk in the woods is actually the best thing that you could do. At least that's what I read. Um, it, it could, because it helps your immune system come into contact with all of these stuff that you would find in, in the woods and in the trees and, and things like that, that you just don't get in your house, especially since most people's homes are um, airtight nowadays and you really can't get anything inside your house um, unless you have a dog or something that, that comes in and, and brings whatever he rolled in. Um, but <clears throat> yeah, so the, one of the best things is, is going outside and walking. But uh, yeah, go for it, Eli. Is there okay. you know, well, stuff you want to Yeah, I found, I found a listicle with four ways to tackle this. Number one, and I'll be brief on these. Number one, take the first step in increasing your support network. So in other words, don't be afraid of reaching out to people and saying, hey, um, and be vulnerable. I'm struggling a little bit with feeling isolated. Can, you know, tell me how, how you've been. Tell me, you know, what are you into right now? Um, you know, just reach out to people and, 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 and be willing to, to have a conversation, to be a little vulnerable and don't be surprised if some of these people do the same with you. And that can really help your mental health, your emotional health, just knowing that not only someone's there uh, for your support, but also many people, they're wired in a way where when they give support, they actually feel better about themselves. So some people are givers, some people are receivers. Um, so, you know, take that step in increasing your support network and being willing to put yourself out there so that not only you're taken care of, but you can help take care of others as well. That's number one. Number two, take care of yourself through balance and priorities, okay? So even though you're inside, still structure your time and also structure in there some time for some self-care, getting rest, eating healthy foods, things like that, okay? Uh, number three, remember that you're not alone. So it's there are lots of counselors right now um, and therapists that are that used to be retired that have come out of retirement or that are working pro bono to use a Randall legal term. Um, you know these people are volunteering their time to help uh, with with the mental health of other people that are struggling right now. So it probably doesn't take a lot of work online. You know, go and see what resources are available for counselors and talk to somebody. And then the fourth one, the last one says, change your perspective. Being alone does not equal loneliness. Okay. So, you know, review your circumstances, maybe set some goals that, that can get you excited for, for what can be on the other side of this. Realize that you're not in solitude, that other people are going through this and just kind of try your best to tweak the way that you view it. Maybe see it as an opportunity to focus on some things that you can't normally focus on when life is normal and when you're busy and away from the house. So those, those are your four little hacks. And I hope that any or all of them work for you all. So I, I'm not going to lie. When you started talking about um, psych, psychs popping, I thought you were going to say that they were just showing up randomly in places like all of a sudden the, the numbers of psychiatrists available just went through the roof. And I was thinking I wanted to be a psychiatrist. So maybe, maybe after this, <laughs> I'll create a website and then I can help people by telling them to go outside. I think that's the, I'll just, there just you go. My advice. That'd be and the then you can just market advice. yourself as a holistic counselor. Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah. With easy to follow steps. Like I, I could probably guarantee I have the easiest steps to follow in the industry. Go outside. That's step number one. Step number two, see step number one. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, do you have anything else you wanted to add, Tyler, before we jump into rating the uh, on the panic scale on this bad boy? Yeah, I just wanted to poke a little hole here in uh, in your theory for your, your services. Um, go outside. <laughs> Well, I, 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 I didn't, you know, it's, it's bulletproof. I don't even know what you're going to be able to poke a hole in. 
did, did y'all see the video that went viral a few months ago of the guy that he went for a, a hike and was chased for eight minutes by the the cougar oh wow yeah actually you didn't see and that I, video. I, I still don't understand where you're poking a hole though Okay, that's good exercise. That, 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 <laughs> that's phenomenal exercise. That, um, that is the greatest anaerobic exercise <laughs> you're gonna have. That guy all of a sudden turned into Usain Bolt. <laughs> yeah, put your life in danger. That'll keep you in shape. Oh, uh, it's true. No, for for the for the individual, assuming you don't get mauled to death by the cougar, it is. It's fantastic <laughs> exercise. Gets the blood really pumping. You know, makes you feel really alive that you can survive that. I'm just thinking if that had gone south from a legal perspective here, Randall, and I figured that you would have thought this through. Um, I can I can imagine that um, somebody suing you over a loved one being mauled by a cougar uh, or a bear as they're going for a hike by themselves outside. Um, you, you probably won't stay in, in practice for very long. You'll be shut down. But Oh, there's a disclaimer on my site that doesn't exist yet. No. Okay. I'm just, I'm just uh, looking out for it's, you. It's going to say if, if, you're, if your loved one dies – from getting mauled by a cougar, at least he died <laughs> doing what he loved. <laughs> like, I don't know. Uh, no, that's that's really all I've got. Uh, Eli, thank you for for giving us something positive on this because I mean, here's here's the 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 sensitivity disclaimer to this. Of course, mental health um, is is definitely something that that's that's serious and that it's real, and and we don't mean to to uh, be overly insensitive, but. Um, just to kind of have a good time with, uh, you know, the, the vast majority of people that that's not something that they, they really struggle with. They're just kind of feeling it because they are used to being more social, uh, more connected, and they, they are feeling more of the isolation. So, yeah, for sure. I mean, everybody now in the world can relate to what it feels like to live in Seattle, except for now, Seattle is worse. It's like, (laughs) so maybe, maybe not, um, All right. Well, let's rate this thing. Uh, Let's start with, uh, let's start with you, Tyler. (sighs) I'm trying to think of that. Yeah. Right. I'm trying to think of the best way to, to, to rate this. Um, yeah. Exasperated sigh. Is that, is that a level on our panic scale? Just if you could could quantify it. Sure. (laughs) And we all sigh enough. I think it just the level of the sigh is really what matters. <laughs> so that was about a four on the okay. sigh scale. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, I think that's probably about where I'd put it. If we were to put this into numerical uh, perspective. Um, no, I, I think reason to panic. I, I would probably put this one around a, a four and a half um, just because a lot of it is self-inflicted because I mean, there, there are ways right now that we can get outside. You don't have to, either stay isolated in your house 24 7 365 or go run around in like rio de janeiro or you know someplace that's got a million and a half people all crammed into one space right like there times are square. levels of where you can go um we saw pictures of times square that place is a ghost town um <laughs> <laughs> right so you know uh but so so because it is self-inflicted i, I i'm not going to put it like over the moon i'll put it about a four and a half sit on your back porch um sit go go walk around the block like get outside for 15 minutes a day you're gonna feel better yeah for sure what about you eli yeah no, i'm with tyler i think this is a very real thing i think we're seeing again not to be too heavy we're seeing an, a spike in suicides we're seeing a spike in depression so this is a problem um but but like tyler said i really believe that we are more empowered to 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 help ourselves than 
than what we might see online or what or what we might be hearing from other people or other sources where it's like oh you know tuck you know you know hunker down and just sort of be inside look you can do this smartly you can you can go find a, if your gyms are open you can't even use your gym unless there are you know health things put in place you got to wear a mask between machines or you've got to spray everything down and you they have machines spaced out so you can't be closer than 6 feet so there are things that are built in already so just get if your gyms are open go ahead and get there even if you just walk on the treadmill not only are you exercising but there are people around you and it's a and, and, and those endorphins help you so that's just one example i'm not going to go into more but I'm going to put it. I'm going to. I'm going to say four because it's not like it's nothing. This is a real problem. Um, I. I. I have certain um, uh, emotional consequences. You know, not not consequences. I. I have. Um, I'm dealing with some emotional aspects of this, not nearly as severe as others. But my wife really struggles with SAD, um, and so this is definitely on my radar. Solid four, but there's a lot you can do to help yourself. All right. Well, um, I am going to give this one a six. Okay, and, well, and yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I, it's real, should I, man. Should I explain myself? Well, you <laughs> no, we're just talking no. over you. I am I'm sure going to give it a six. And the, listener, drop my mic. the listeners probably have no interest in hearing why you gave it a six and we gave it four. Well, I'm giving it a six because it affects literally the whole entire world, except for the immunocompromised island in India. There's <laughs> their white blood cells are not on vacation, but they, they, they are, but I mean, so I giving it a six because it's, it's so widespread and, um, we're in flu season for anywhere in the world that isn't the desert or a tropical place right now. And people are just getting sicker and staying inside more. And so yeah. while it is easy to fix, I don't see it getting fixed anytime within the, 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 the winter season at all because no. people are naturally indoors anyways. And I just see it as um, those numbers jumping up and continuing to go up and those numbers not being like COVID deaths, but those numbers being depression and bad thoughts and all kinds of things that kind of just haunt people in the winter anyways, unless you happen to be in the sunshine state when it's not raining. So right. um, I'm, I'm definitely going to give it a sick and that's six and... <laughs> That is just because it's Freudian, already affecting Freudian so many people. Mm -hmm. It is. I I really need to uh, to not impersonate my white blood cells and uh, try try my. Uh, <laughs> I need to to not be as lazy. <laughs> <I think. laughs> oh, anyways, well, thanks thanks for the uh, the banter. This was a, this was a fun episode. Um, seasonal affective disorder is real. This stuff is is really real, and it's it, it's a problem. But it doesn't have to be a problem, especially if you just take five seconds and go outside and enjoy the outdoors. What you know, whatever you need to do, just just do that every day, and hopefully, um, you know, you won't feel the effects, and maybe you'll be able to help a loved one out as well. Um, and with that, thanks for listening. Uh, if you guys want to follow us on iTunes or Spotify or Stitcher or wherever you happen to to listen to us, that would be great. Leave us a like in the comment section, and also maybe. Uh, Give us uh, in the comment section. Let us know if there's uh, something that you would do or you have done to deal with uh, with the indoors being required, especially if you live in the state of California. I'd love to hear from you. Anyways, tune in next week for another reason to panic. Yeah.